hey, everybody. <laughs> Holy shit. That's so fucking bad. You're just going to have to cut this out. <laughs> hey, everyone. This is a podcast where we talk about Age of Sigmar, uh, the <laughs> fantasy version of Warhammer, because they had to kill fantasy after it was around for over 30 years. They euthanized it. Make everyone cry. Um, but yeah, we've been all been playing a lot of Age of Sigmar. It's pretty great. And 2.0 is coming out soon. So we thought we'd talk about it. And uh, with me today, we have Mike. He's a avid chaos player. <laughs> no, I am the uh, total <laughs> Warhammer Age of Sigmar, whatever you, whatever it's actually called. Um, Just rookie. take blood for the blood gods. He's the, the, he's the straight problem. man. He's the one That's who sits right. there and goes, hmm. Interesting. I am what? driving the laptop tonight and here to ask questions for the unwashed and uneducated public. <laughs> this is the second episode we've roped Mike into doing this. I'm cool with it. It's we fun. record on his laptop. He's forever sucked into doing the episodes he doesn't want to talk Me and Mike about. will be on every episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Also with me is Stu. Hey, I'm Stu. Um... We started playing Sigmar back in December in 2017-ish. So you're um, an OG is what I'm hearing. So it's relatively new. I think we're all kind of relatively new to it. Um, I play. I started playing Chaos, specifically the, the magic faction dedicated to the Chaos God, Seench. And now I play the Ideneth Deepkin. They're like the aquatic underwater elves that ride sharks and shit. They're really cool. That's very you. If mm-hmm. Steve Zissou played Sigmar, the <laughs> faction he would play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's a hero unit for that army. There is. There's also a leopard shark and a three-legged dog. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, Scott, he's here too. Hey! So. Uh, yeah, I, these guys broke me into this game too about the same time. Actually, Brody did, which is always a Brody's mistake. responsible for all of this. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know. He couldn't be here today. Pour one out for Brody. Yeah. Perpetually. Just on your carpet? In perpetuity. No. <laughs> this is the, I'm not uh, wasting any beer. I will pour our, one out in my mouth. Yeah. The annual Brody Shoddy uh, Memorial Podcast episode about. Tell <laughs> whatever. Shoddy. The what? Brody Shoddy. 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 Scatty. Yeah. Scatty. <laughs> so I actually, don't know. What do you play? Uh, well, I uh, started getting into Slanesh, which is the <laughs> chaos god of uh, access. That's exactly how yeah, Slanesh likes it. Mm-hmm. We're on like episode seven or eight. And you've made, you've mentioned Slanesh in like five of them. I know. Yeah. Well, because uh, I'm into Slanesh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Slanesh is like all about depravity and excess. Yep. Which, if you know me, is me. It's like, a it's like a Cenobite god kind. Yeah. Of. Yeah. It, no. It, totally. It's he- hedonism, but only female. <laughs> that's that's what Slanesh is. No. Slanesh is elves refer to Slanesh as she. Everybody else refers to Slanesh as he. Slanesh does not like get defined by your gender binary. Slanesh is into anything That's and everything. so limiting. Yeah. Sexual hangups are forbidden in the pleasure room. Yeah, no. That is also <laughs> Slanesh. Slanesh is all these things and more. Let me talk to you about the wisdom of Slanesh. What else do you play? Uh, well, I also got into Daughters of Cain. Yeah, she got in, they got into Slanesh too. <laughs> yeah, well. Literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. they're, they're, they're murder elves. 
Yeah, they're dedicated to the elven god of so, murder. So you've also have you said which what you? No, played? I was gonna say I I started out playing Slaves of Darkness, which are basically unaffiliated chaos, and uh, yeah, they suck. Like and uh, I lost a lot, so then uh, Stu was winning a lot with Zinch, so I bought some <laughs> Zinch stuff. But since they're unaffiliated, they can kind of float between all four of the chaos mm-hmm. gods. I think I've heard you mention five different. Fa- How many fucking so, factions? There's a lot. There's, 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 there's kind of there's there's, also there's four main things, right? There's there's the forces of order, which is they live in cities, is what GW says. Name. Then there's, they are lawful in the yeah, D&D sense. No, they are lawful. Oh yeah, they are lawful. They're not lawful. Some of them are lawful evil, but yeah, they're, they're lawful. not the good um, guys. Like my no murder good. elves. Well, it's are Warhammer. Order. There are no good guys. Yes, Only Grim Dark. So we got order. Then we have uh, Destruction, which is like orcs and goblins. And then these other guys called Beast Claw Raiders, who they ride giant woolly mammoths and throw giant harpoons at people. people. I'm into that. Uh, They're pretty cool. Like Destruction factions are in it because they love combat and conflict. They just like, they they have fun with it and they just perpetually seek out fights. Yeah. And then let's see. Then we have death, which is all the dead stuff. That's pretty self. Necromancers, skeletons, zombies. Undead stuff. There's like a ghost faction, night haunt. There's a zombie faction, a skeleton faction, and a... The zombie stuff is fucking hilarious because they're delusional (laughs) and they think they're live, they're real people. And so, like, they think they're like really courtly, they, like, yes, noble they think people they're fancy at, noble like, people, at a but there's table. that's funny, but they're there's zombie hordes that they just like shamble around. Um, and then the last one we have is chaos, which which it's is pretty four chaos gods. order and chaos yeah. are the most broad of the grand mm-hmm. alliances. I think they, they were the stuff to them. They were kind of the good guys and bad guys in Warhammer Fantasy. It's also it's, if you buy yeah. your generic starter packs, like your intro yeah. boxes, they tend to be order versus chaos. It's also like good guys and bad guys in quotes. It's sort of like Warhammer mm-hmm. 40k. It's like the Imperium of Man versus the Chaos Gods. They're in quotes, you know. So so here's a real dumb newbie question. Are we not talking about Warhammer 40k? Stu said we're not, so we can I talk about 40k later. Are they're, they different things? That's they're they're from the just same company. They have a lot that we can talk they about. They do. Both. We could do an episode on 40k too. I, I'm should. just asking this, one question for the person who doesn't know. So, yes. Yes and no. Sci-fi is <laughs> Warhammer 40k because it's the year 40,000 and Warhammer Age of Sigmar is fantasy. That's the biggest difference. It's not the same them. universe. Think of them like parallel universes it's Word. regular marvel and ultimate marvel yeah, yeah and they're which like, one's ultimate marvel miles morales no i know uh, he wants which of the warhammer probably oh. sigmar i think because it's came the newer first. one it's the hipper um, one even if you're considering fantasy i think 40k came no. before fantasy right fantasy came out in 83 and 40k came out in 87 uh, okay. but sigmar is their reboot of fantasy yeah okay yeah it, it came out a few years ago sigmar was the the new push after they got rid of Warhammer Fantasy Battles. So are they similar games, just different yes. settings? Yes. Yeah, kind of. 40K yeah. and Sigmar play very similar. Okay. It's just one's like power suits of like space marines and mechs and stuff. And, and one aliens. is fantasy stuff with okay. magic. You've played StarCraft, cool. right? Oh, yeah. Uh, 40K is StarCraft. And Age of Sigmar is Warcraft. So oh, okay. this yeah. is unconfirmed, but uh, someone was telling me, I think it was Jason... 
uh, he's been playing since 40k got released in 87 yeah and he was telling me that blizzard just flat out ripped off warhammer oh, when yeah, it was no, making like, their games it is the tyranids are for real zerg yeah and the eldar are for real protoss yeah and the terran space marines are terran space marines yeah they just straight yeah. up and same with uh, same with warcraft yeah. like that's it's just the yeah, sort of like if you're familiar with warhammer fantasy. stuff yeah and and Warcraft stuff, it's basically very strikingly similar. Like the the orcs, they speak English, but they have like their own slang, and they like speak poorly, and they add Z's instead of S's at the end of words, and they call each other boys, like they're like they're like orc boys, and they're just they're just in there to have fun and fight stuff. Yeah, but cool. We'll do we'll do another episode about forty k. But we'll, specifically, we'll get we're talking excited about, about Sigmar because 2.0 comes out in a couple weeks. So it's uh yeah, I mean general overview of Warhammer Age of Sigmar specifically. Um, it's a big broad it's fantasy a big, tabletop it's game. It's a big with epic battle game. So lots of minis. You've got battalions of people running at each other. Um, it's a little more closely resembling like the big kind of battles you'd see in Lord of the Rings, like big masses of stuff running at each other and clashing spells blowing things up mm-hmm. and catapults hitting things stuff like that you got like war machines you've got dragons spells dragons big creatures and and ground units just running at each other hacking each other to bits. but it's very simple and also complex at the same time like simple in the way that it only uses one type of die just six-sided dice but lots of them and then a tape measure and the models that's pretty much all you need to get started yeah rules for age of sigma are free there's a free app you can download and all the stuff you need is in there besides the physical models, tape measure, and dice. And they have a, a few different ways of playing. They have three broad tiers. They have open play, which is if you can come up with a sort of a justification for it, for, for the scenario at hand, anything can intermingle with anything else. You can make an army that's like skeletons and elves that have banded together for some reason. There's no restrictions. Uh, narrative play, similar in that the restrictions are largely lifted. But it allows for, it's got a lot of scenarios that have been pre-written and battle plans and stuff that you can follow. And then a lot of them are like asymmetrical battles where a small force is defending themselves against a really big force or something like that. And then what we predominantly play is matched play, which is kind of the way we played X-Men. It's point values, it's balanced, and we basically, most of the time we build 2,000 point lists and we duke it out. So, yeah. so like the general deathmatch version in like video game terms kind yes, of. Yes, but so, we but know. we go with objectives. We have cards and okay. scenarios that we go for that all randomly set up things that we're going for other than just killing each other. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're fighting over territory or trying to capture something and run there away with it. There are six objectives on this mark and one of them has a secret prize and you need to obtain it. But you don't know which one it is so yeah, you have to like, send units to each of these. If you if you end your turn within proximity of it, roll a die and if it's a six, that is the treasure and all the other objectives disappear and now you have to protect the treasure from everybody else. Stuff like that. Gotcha. I think that's one, like based on like X-Wing previous like playing i think that's one huge thing that like for example the army i play does not have a lot of killing power so if it were a death match every time i would just lose all the time but my army is really survivable so like i can do really well if it's a if it's a game where it's like hold these three objectives and whoever holds the most objectives or longest i usually do really well in those ones because my guys can camp out 
and they can just stay there forever and yeah, like just do armor, really well. Shields, they're hot, they're hard to get damage in mm-hmm. on. Okay, and if but, they can just hold the line, then they can hold those. Yeah, and then there's other there's other games where it's like there's a thing in the middle, run and grab the thing in the middle and run away with it. And my guys aren't real fast, and like play so I don't do as it. well because I can't chase someone down who's like, oh, I've got these units that are just crazy fast and I can grab it and run away. Maybe my penis horses? Yeah. Scott <laughs> Slanesh penis horses. <laughs> yeah. Slanesh is into whatever. They're like horses, but they're long and slender. They have big, long yeah. tongues that come out. I think that the objectives makes it a lot of fun because it's like, like we, we there's like a few, like one, uh, one guy that's come a few times has a free people army, which... That army doesn't do anything but have a whole bunch of like it's like commoners with a bunch of crossbows and like handguns that are like muskets, and so they stay in one spot and they shoot across the map and just kill you. But like the game, the last game I played against him, I did really well because I could like I could move faster than him, even though my stuff is slow. I grabbed the objective and ran and hid in the corner and was like, "Hey, you shoot me!" But like he couldn't really move after me, so I end up winning. So mm-hmm. it it adds more to it other than just like who can do the most damage to the other guy and right. like totally wipe him out. Well, I, I I do appreciate the context for the newbie, but I know that it's going to be a lot of seasoned players listening to this episode and stuff too. So yeah. so so, the, so, the, so there's a second edition coming out though. coming yes. out at the end of this month with June, uh, depending on when this and when it's this not goes as live. broad of a like shift for like edition. No, it's very it's mostly changes. like. All right, it's it's like more of a super big fact. Yeah, you don't yeah. need any new components. They just have certain core mechanics have been tightened up, basically. Okay. They've um, altered some of the rules on things like shooting bows and arrows and things. Every like. year they come out with a new, what they call General's Handbook, and this launch coincides with that. So that's basically updated point value. So it's like a big once, once a year fact for like point value changes if something needs to be rebalanced or... Maybe like faction-wide abilities have been slightly tweaked to be better if they need to be, or or maybe a little less powerful. Some, if some of them have needed toned down, and they're toning them yeah. down. So the new additions coinciding with that, so we'll have new point values for everything. But at the same time, the core rules themselves are already out. You can read them; they are only subtly different, but they're they're good changes. It's longer. I think it's because the they were really like. The previous rules were four pages long, and I think it's, what, 12 pages now? For the, I think it's 14. 14, something like that. And I think it's really, like, you being stuck on four pages kind of limited how much description you could describe, so that kind of mm-hmm. left room for, like, exploitation. Because it was like, it doesn't new, really clarify, and it seems like it's bigger, the longer the is, like, bigger more clarifying stuff. They, they already they rolled in a bunch of the stuff that's been FAQ'd over the years. Yeah. Um, but then there's certain changes, like... Um, they have a new rule that they call Lookout, Sir. So if you've got like a hero unit, like a standalone champion model, if you keep them close to a, a big unit, like a battalion type of unit, uh, if somebody tries to shoot at that hero unit, they take negative one to their dice rolls to try to hit that guy because he's close to a big blob of friendlies. <laughs> and those friendlies go, look out, sir! So you've got like this cost-benefit analysis you have to make. Like, do I just go for the, the big blob of units or do I go for the hero and really try to take him out because before there was no there's no penalty to shoot anybody so you get certain factions that can shoot really far and they can just pick your heroes off and start getting rid of your support abilities by one by one 
Yeah, you can. There are certain armies that get like really crippled if you take their. If you can like. And there are a few. There are a few units that could like shoot a long range and could also move fast. So they could move like fifteen inches and then shoot like another thirty inches. And they're just like, I'm gonna shoot your most important thing, kill it, and then. You're you lot like in usually you'll have like your heroes that are like the commander and it'll be like they're supporting all these other smaller units. It's like those small units are just going to crumble now because they lost their leader. Yeah, there's certain things you can already do to mitigate it. Like you can put them on top of a terrain feature, and that gives them cover, which makes them plus one more likely to withstand a hit. Um, Also, terrain is a big big part of this game. It's nice to have big tall pieces of terrain to block line of sight because you can't shoot something or cast a spell at it unless you have line of sight and line of sight so, in this game is you literally like hunch down and yeah look. you have to look at their like eye level and yeah, see if, if you that can model see could see the other model then it could potentially shoot oh at that's it. cool um, so you, you you can put like your heroes and stuff like in the trees or something like that and hide them but then they'd, they're still able to use their like bubble support ability and like give a bunch of buffs out or you can just run them in if they're really killy. You know, if you've got like really powerful, beefy commanders and stuff, just run them in and just wreck stuff. But with 2.0, it's stuff like that. They've been, uh, when you cast spells, um, your opponent has a chance to unbind them. So basically, you roll two dice, and you want to meet a certain value to cast a spell. And if they want to try to unbind it, they have to just roll two dice and beat that roll. And then it doesn't go off. But they've increased the range for unbinding from 18 inches to 30. So you don't necessarily oh, wow. have to be right up in the shit to how wide, negate a spell. Because I always forget this. How big of a play mat do you play on? Do we Six play by four foot? Yeah. So four like, feet. Okay. I think you're supposed to scale it depending on how if many it's points a, if you're If it's playing. smaller points, they usually recommend four by four. Yeah, because like I've done a smaller point game, like a thousand points on the six by four and like... It just, your stuff is too spread out and it's just like you're, you're either only playing on half the mat or it's like you're spending half the turns running across the map there's also a hard stuff. cap limit on turns yeah there's six turns six turns most of the time it doesn't get that far um, a lot of the objectives end you at turn five yeah yeah at the end of round five you know tally up objective points and stuff and blah 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 uh, so yeah it's big armies but it doesn't necessarily have to go stupid long. It can if you've got like a ton of points and you want to play this just big epic game all afternoon. You can do that. Uh, but mostly 2.0 stuff is like quality of life changes. My favorite thing that's coming out that looks really cool is this Malign Sorcery Pack. It's just a big box of spells. models that are spells. That are like physical little spells that you move around the board. Uh, so it's not, it's not like just a rule change. There are new units being added to the game. There's always new units being added to the game. This this launch coincides with some of the factions getting some new uh, stuff. Okay, so it's like a new wave release. And the, okay. But the Malign Portents, like the spells that come in this pack, it's a, it's a separate pack, are available to everybody. Anybody okay. who can cast spells can cast these spells. They just have to add them to your army. Gotcha, gotcha. And there are endless spells. So instead of just like saying, oh, I, I cast a fireball over there and do some damage. And it's like fire tornado you, you have like that a, stays around <laughs> forever and moves around the map. Yeah, but your opponent like can take of, control of it and move it against you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or they can choose to like unbind it and dissipate it, but they have to use up some of their magical stuff to do it. So that's kind of the gist of 
The biggest thing about Warhammer that kind of sets it apart from games like X-Wing that we're used to is that you have to build the models and, and paint them if you want to. You don't have to paint them, but obviously you want to build them. Every, every person I've ever seen that plays has painted them, yeah. Well, I mean, mine are I Well, I'm not into the painting as much, but that's just because I haven't sat down and done it. So, like, I have a bunch of paints, but I haven't had the time to paint stuff. So yeah, I think just so people are, are aware, different speeds. You and have to. That. I think if you're going, if you're interested in playing tournaments, they have to have. You have to have a painted army. You can't just show up with gray. But it doesn't have to be elaborate. Guys. You can just yeah, slap a coat it's on like there. a couple. You have to have like two colors or something. I don't know exactly because we don't play they, tournaments. I don't even so, know if it's still a thing, but it might be. I think I, it is. We just don't play. tournaments. I remember, yeah. and this will go back a bit so these games have not had the best of history games workshop used to be a real shitty company yeah this yeah. this like, whole thing has been a big push on their part changing changing uh, like they changed over and management like, and like uh, and i mean like upper management like right. directors and ceo and, and they're doing stuff. like a bunch of community outreach they started their own podcast that's three times a week it's like a really short 10 minute podcast oh, wow. There's, they started to put out a little four-panel webcomic once a week or so. But yeah, Games Workshop used to be real shitty, and the players used to be even shittier. It used to be a more toxic community like, than I mean, Magic the like Gathering, which is an competitive is game scene. There's wow. always going to be some of that. Well, it was, the, it was to the extent of just like, if you came to a tournament and your models weren't properly painted so into the faction you wanted, oh. you were disqualified. D- well, yeah, they've gotten a lot more. That's still like a little bit too. Like our group, like and like we build you can't on proxy. rule of cool. Yeah. So like you can build your guys and be like, oh, these guys have spears, not swords, and that affects how far they can attack, right? But like in a tournament, <laughs> that doesn't fly. If they don't have spears, they have to have spe- you know they they yeah. have to be equipped yeah. with swords. But but I mean, our like, group doesn't care. Yeah. So. Like I think we've all just kind of said like, yeah, we're not gonna ever really play tournaments. Yeah. Yeah, we're just playing with each other. It's fun. Uh, so, like, the models come with different pieces, so you don't have to... They're not just... Like, a box of your basic melee unit isn't just the box of basic melee unit. Like, for example, the Chaos Warriors that we've all gotten, because we've all played Chaos, like, the base box are these dudes, and they could have two-handed weapons, one-handed weapon and a shield, or two one-handed weapons. That's yeah. cool. And it, it, if, if you want to play like real strict too, it affects what they do. Like the shield gives them, they're more defensive. If they have two one-handed weapons, they get, they get re-rolls on one. So they get more so, attacks. If so they have spears, they can go attack further. So. You're not only customizing in the paint, but in how they look. Like yeah. The physical. Well, and they, like, They'll also have a lot of swappable pieces, like different heads with different facial expressions and yeah, poses. There's and a lot like you can like, customize okay, this builds 10 dudes, but there's 12 capes. And I know they they did some... With some of the starter sets you get, they have the easy-to-build models, and they only have one way to build them. Right. They're like but a they're couple pieces. Like you three s- pieces. Yeah, you snap the, them together. They've The so. whole new line of models that's coming out with this new set, all of them have a push-to-fit version. Yeah, you don't, so you don't need to glue You don't them. need glue. You just push them together, and they're there. But, like... That's, that's a, more my speed. Yeah, that's a great way to get in, or if like people who just like don't care about making them all cool. But I, I like spending way too much time like making every single person in my unit individual. So I will 
model mm-hmm. them so they're slightly different, and then I will they have different, I will give them different slightly poses. different paint jobs. Like, but and that's the thing, I like, like doing that. Do you so. name them? I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> okay, there's too many to name. It's a whole hobbying aspect that's that's its own separate but also connected piece of the the game. Like, I really enjoy building and painting stuff, but I also really enjoy playing the game. I'm really slow to paint stuff because I'm a perfectionist, so most of my stuff is just primer. But like. They're both totally different things that I really like. Like I can just sit in for a night and relax and put on some Netflix or a podcast or something and just paint some miniatures. And it's its own nice little relaxing thing. Or if it's game night, take them out and go play with them. I think it's it's great for me because I can't sit still. So I'll just sit there and like I can't sit and watch a movie. I go like <laughs> I, I get fidgety and like walk around and stuff, but like I'll sit there and paint stuff so that I really like it for that part. Yeah, some so. people go all out. Tater's done a little bit of this. Uh, they do kit bashing where they don't necessarily yeah. assemble them the way they're <laughs> you're instructed to. They add parts from other models and well, stuff. Well, to, uh, you did that way back when we were just an X-Wing. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. With I, your Mad Max. I built not to get into Max, it too guys. much, but <laughs> Warhammer 40K, the orcs are basically Mad Max, and thus Tater has gotten up. Oh, nice. Yeah. Orcs. That's, like, just... Like, yeah, we have this Jeep, but we stuck, like, spikes and a tractor and, well, and skulls and shit. <laughs> sure, I don't know. a tractor jet. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm really proud of that super cannon I built, which is, it's just like, a, I took, it's a gun from Tau, which is, like, Scott's faction. It was, like, this extra big gun that Stu bought a used lot of models, and it was just, like, in the bag. I was like, this is mine now. And then, like, I just stuck all this, like, orc stuff all over it, which is what they would have said, too. This mine. And then, like, now it's my orc super cannon, and I, like, stuck it on top of this big, big... It's a battle wagon, so it's just, like, this big truck, and it has this massive gun on the top of it now, because why the fuck not? Yeah. (laughs) And that's a lot of the fun, too, is they... The game has its own built-in lore and ongoing story. They did a sort of a soft reboot with Age of Sigmar, the first edition. Um, The stuff in Warhammer Fantasy Battles that was going on for like 20-something years, it still happened, but that world got destroyed and then reformed. Um, So now, instead of just a big planet, it's I think it's eight Eight mortal realms realms that they call it. Um, and they're all sort of loosely connected, like pocket dimensions and stuff like that. And there's gateways between them. And it's just like this never ending war to control all of them. Chaos, when we last left off, controlled most of it. And then the, the sort of goodly order god, Sigmar, that the game is named after, oh. finally decided to get off his ass and was like, well, Chaos is going to take over the whole universe. We, I have to like form this army and take them out. Who this? Oh, I'm trying to put the words to this question. Who decides that narrative? Like, is there input from the players? The players? There's a little bit. Ways. There's a little bit of narrative input from the players. They have a whole studio of people that write books that they call the Black Library. So there's full novels and stuff that come out. That largely is what the canon is. But once every year or two, they'll have a big, massive global campaign that the outcome affects kind of the general path that the narrative heads in the direction of so they did it was like it was really cool they did that it was malign portents and like 
you were supposed to do that was like a league where you like report in your wins every week and like they also gave you like points for painting new models and stuff like that right so but like they you reported that in and, and then, extra stuff yeah for each point you got you could vote and the voting is what determined the story yeah, every week the story, something now. new would happen in the story. Yeah, so based on how people it, voted. It, it gave you like four or five options. There's three, 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 three options. options every week. Yeah. Gave you three yeah. options, and they were kind of vague, but they went in different directions. Yeah, it would, it would be like, well, there was the one that was like, this weird pyramid showed up, what are you going to do? It was like, go smash it, or... You know, right yeah, away like the general gist of it was whatever, Nagash, you know? the the death god of the death realm, decided that all of the souls in the mortal realms rightfully belong to him. So he's like slowly gathering, gathering yeah. power, <laughs> and like gathering up all these artifacts of power in secret. And so the other faction said, "Well, we have to go to the realm of death and, and stop like, him." The whole malign portents thing is certain chosen heroes from every different faction started to get visions and stuff like that. And they start to form their own armies, which is you, the player, forming your own army and going to the realm of death and trying to defeat Nagash. He ended up winning. So this 2.0 stuff, the narrative, instead of predominantly order versus chaos, it's now order versus death. So Nagash has become extremely powerful. Nagash is now the new big bad. Yeah. So the starter set, this new core set, is... The Stormcast Eternals, which is Sigmar's army, versus the Night Haunt, which is like the ethereal ghostly army. How much does the starter set run? Uh, retail, this one's going to be 160 Comes with two very large armies for a starter set. Comes with a full hardback core rulebook. That's like 300 some odd pages. Mostly lore, but like also rules. 50 bucks by itself. Yeah. Damn. Comes with a bunch of dice, range ruler, kind of like a just a not like a tape measure but just like a range ruler thing you could if you wanted to get into it you could buy that set and split it with your buddy that's what most people you would have enough stuff to do or you could buy it and you'd have a good start on building you an order army and a death army and then if you feel like changing up what you play every week or how often you play i've seen so many people online who are like i want to get the stormcast half i don't even want the rule book does anybody want to buy the rest of the box and then mm-hmm. people are like yeah pouncing all over it and our people in our local group are sharing boxes and stuff too yeah or you don't have to buy the starter box like me you don't you can just buy the rule book separately either of those groups and well, you don't have to buy the they have rule really book. good way like the start yeah, the collecting boxes is, are good ways to start too so like the rule book is mostly lore and fluff in this case yeah and mostly then, fluff and yeah, and so they also put out start collecting boxes, which are like your, hey, this is a good way to start your army. And they're always good deals mm-hmm. if you were to like piece them out. It's like, well, you know, the start collecting box is $78, right? Or they're 85 retail. $85 retail, right? But they usually have like 110 bucks worth of stuff in them. So, so I figure to wrap up, what we could try to do is uh, just come up with like a notable thing that happened maybe in the malign portents campaign or some like really fun battle we had with one of the other people in the group 
uh, someone else go before me. Let's see. Because I'm trying to think of some stuff, and it's just been kind of fun. I mean, some of my more memorable stuff has been 40K. Yeah. You've got that big Archeon guy, the giant oh, God. chaos yeah. well, lord I mean, like, that's uh, like two feet tall, that I, models fucking I, gigantic. Yeah, I do remember bringing in Archeon the first time, and it was just like, everyone's just like, holy shit, that thing's huge. I'm not going <laughs> to play against you. He's going to be fucking ridiculous. And then I think I played... I can't remember who I played you, Stu, and you yeah, just yeah. like, oh well, I'm the shooty army. Well, Archeon's dead. Uh, it took a while. You shrugged off most of my spells because yeah. you got that artifact that makes it a fifty-fifty chance that the spell just won't affect you. Right. But it was like, here's this giant two-foot-tall model, and then I got rolled. <laughs> well, he also got a point reduction because he was too expensive. So yeah. Oh were yeah. More likely to take him. He got Hells, reduced. Yeah. By he got like, a huge like eighty huge points, points reduction. Like Did he get like? Ability nerfed or don't know, okay. no, probably not though. I don't Hell's know. yeah, it's uh, the summer of Sladesh. <laughs> <laughs> you're making, coming. you're making T-shirts. <laughs> well, it's either that or it's Sladeshmas in uh, December. My most recent story um, was the time that I cheated against Tater and and made him <laughs> basically want to quit the game because I misread how one of my rules works. <laughs> I have an ability that lets me bring back a certain number of my like little battle line chaff guys that have gone down that round. Um, and I misread it and was doing it too often. So it was like, he just couldn't kill anything. It was, it would just stand right back up. I spent my whole army trying to kill one unit. And then after the game was over, I was like, that seems really powerful. So I was reading my shit and I was like, Hmm, I'm doing this wrong. I totally <laughs> cheated. Yeah. Uh, my, I don't know, like, my biggest problem, too, is, like, my guys, my particular army does not have any shooting or very much good shooting or any spell casting, and spell casting and shooting is really strong, so I just tend to get squashed a lot. It's, uh... <laughs> but you like the game. Yeah. You're all, you're all the bloodthirsty guys that just run at each other yeah. super fast and beat the piss out of each other yeah it's fun to just like charge everybody with like a 30 model unit plus you've got you've got demons that you have available to you that are like devil-y looking yeah i need to get i need to get me more demons i got that one bloodthirster recently that i gotta finish painting he's pretty cool but all your armies look like the cover of metal albums yeah they do. Yeah. There's just like blood everywhere, and they're just like skulls yeah. and like yeah. big old I mean, axes. You got to get those skulls for the skull throne. Yeah, and then I get that technical paint, blood for the blood god, which looks like those blood, and, and I great. just like slather it on everything. You can do it's a, like, a gore themed. Yeah, it is it a gore themed army. <laughs> yeah. So all uh, my favorite stories are 40k stories, so I'll save them. So Mike, what's your favorite Age of Sigmar story? The recording of this podcast. Oh, that's, I, that's nice. Is well, it the time we almost talked you into playing with us and then you decided you had better things to do, which was not seeing us? <laughs> no, dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, this all sound, sounds fun and like uh, I, I am interested in like the playing of the game. But I don't want to get involved in the game. I mean, there's a reason. But like, like there, there's a reason that I play X-wing, and it goes back to something you said at the beginning. These the, the ships are painted and put together from the beginning. You open it takes 
the most time to open the package and then you slap it. And on also, the table. you can get mm-hmm. pretty deep into X Wing for like a hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, a uh, hundred and fifty bucks gets you started in Warhammer. Yeah, well, they're not comparable games. Like, no, they're I keep not. seeing no, people no, do not. things. It's it's like X Wing is a skirmish game where you have a handful of models on the table, and Warhammer is a full army game. They're and also, comparable. like, hey, I've built two armies. I kind of don't need to buy anything else for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and, and like just I, it's a it comes down to sort of personal preference. Like, I I don't want to paint any. Like, I'm just gonna be shit at painting. Like, I'm colorblind anyway. So oh, I want to see your models now. <laughs> uh, like, so this looks I, great, guys. We're like, whoa, that's weird. I'll looking. pick some colors for your next one. <laughs> nice. Uh, I also thought that, and then I painted my demon prince, and I was like, well, this is. All right, and, and and I know if I practiced it, I would be oh, like acceptable. But I don't have the, the time prob- or desire to do that. I mean, you can sit there with yeah. Baby Kylo and be like, "Hold on, I got to paint this miniature, <laughs> yeah. Baby Kylo." Well, it, it's real hard now that he's walking. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah. Stay right there. Yeah. I got to paint this. Don't eat that. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> the real problem for me is playing with all of these people because, like, god damn it, Stu and Tater and Brody and. The crafts are all like master painters at this point. It's just like I'm like I'm putting the purple paint on. <laughs> but it takes me like a month to paint one thing. I, so. Like honestly, if I got in, which I'm not saying I am, follow Crafted Minis on Instagram, by the way. Yeah, for real, do rules. Awesome. Uh, I, I would I would buy an army and I would pay somebody else to paint it. <laughs> yeah, I'm we have some. We have there. one such person. Yeah, we'll hook you. We we know a guy that will build your models too. You build actually, and paint yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. That's very oh, good. I don't know. That was, that was what sold me on X-Wing originally was like, I wanted to play a miniatures game, but I was like, I don't want to build all that shit and I don't want to paint it. And then I was like, I really want a black one. And I bought a couple paints and then that's all I do with my life now. So Yeah. Well, will this person who paints my army, will they also either build an extra like four hours into every day or give me a couple extra days a week? Talk to Lee. Look up Vagabond Studios <laughs> on Facebook if you're in the Salt Lake area. <laughs> Can't hurt to ask. Right? <laughs> he's awesome. He's a uh, he's really fast. He finishes stuff really quickly and it's amazing. A pretty good pricing too, structure so. for it, and it looks really, really good. Uh, or but, just you know, hit up Brody and maybe he'll just. Brody like, is actually very good, and yeah. he talks shit on his abilities. Yeah. He's like, oh, I can't paint anything, but he's been painting a bunch of stuff lately, and it's really good. Yeah, Brody's stuff is amazing. And by the way, Brody uh, assembled an Infinity model for me because I was just like, I don't know, I hate putting together metal. Did a metal Infinity models suck? suck. In, yeah. Infinity models are. We'll talk about Infinity to someday. Put together. But instead of plastic minis, it's metal minis. We'll also actually introduce Brody someday. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Brody Look him up on up. Facebook. Here's <laughs> <laughs> his cell phone number. <laughs> Join uh, our Slack. That's probably... Uh, that's probably good for now. That's probably all we need to say about that. All right. Age well, of Sigma is fun. If yep. you enjoyed this episode or any other episodes that we've done, you can find us at thisisthepodcast.net. They'll redirect you to our Podbean hosting page. We're on Facebook. Um, this is the podcast. We are on Twitter also. I've had some fun pretending like I know what I'm doing with the Twitter account. We are at the podcast SLC. Um, Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed and learned something. I learned a bunch. uh, And you guys sound stoked for, you know, second edition of this. So 
For real, you can show up on a Thursday and we will just like tell us you're coming and like one of us that has two Yeah, I have a spare army. So do I. Or two. Yep. So. Yeah. <laughs> you thinking the reason they're spare is because they're bad? No. Just no? no, actually, it's because. No, it's like a crack addiction. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. I buy shit faster than I can put it together and paint the, it. The look in so. his eyes when he said that made so me I bought, believe it. Well, I, so what I is, bought What is the guy, the Chappelle character? Tyrone Biggles? Yeah, I'm Tyrone Biggles. <laughs> like, you got any more of them models? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. And, and with, with, you got any more of them models? We will leave you with that, everyone. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Life for the blood god. That Skulls the, for the Skull Tower. That was the podcast about Age of Sigmar or something. I think I understood. That was the one. <laughs> <laughs>